There is a famous story that begs a question on Parsha's Noach. We all know the story, how Noach took care of all the animals day and night. He was constantly up preparing food, serving, clearing, and cleaning for the animals all the time. One day, despite his best efforts, Noach was late serving the lion lunch, and the lion bit Noach. Now nothing happened on the teva without Hashem's direct will. So the question obviously is, really? For a whole year, he cared devotedly for all the animals, breakfast, lunch, and supper, and one time he was late and he deserved to be bit? Can't the man get a break? I've recently heard this question from several sources, and the answer they all give is that while it is true that feeding any lion late is not a great sin, when that lion is one of the last two lions alive on earth, the last male lion, and its survival is directly dependent on your care, then even a few minutes late doesn't work. When there is only one lion left in the world, he's a totally unique creature, then it needs to be cared for perfectly. Later in the Parsha, Noah and his descendants are explicitly given permission to kill and eat animals, but forbidden to murder a human being. Because, as the Pasuk says, Man it was created in the image of God. Hashem is absolutely unique. And so too each man formed in the image of God is like an entirely unique species of his own. Just as Noah couldn't serve this lion late and potentially jeopardize the fate of the entire species of lionhood as represented by that one lion, so too a person can't eliminate anyone else, as each person alone is, is their own unique species. There never was, nor will ever be, someone like him. Interestingly, this message of the uniqueness of each person comes up again at the end of Parshas Noah with Migdal Bavel. The clash between Nimrod's worldview and that of Avraham Avinu is exactly based on the nature of each individual. Nimrod built a tower made of bricks, bricks that are all identical, completely interchangeable. That's how he viewed people, cogs in a great machine, or if you like, one lion just like thousands of other lions, all identical and replaceable. Avraham Avinu arose in contrast to say that no, each person has a unique godly part, Etzelam Elohim, and they are all one of a kind, perhaps analogous to that last lion alive, unique and irreplaceable. Hence, the Mizbachos, the altars made of stone that Avraham built repeatedly. Jews build with stones, not bricks, because no two stones are alike. They are each unique. As mothers, we understand that Chinuch is based on the foundational principle of the uniqueness of each child and the uniqueness of each parent-child relationship. No two mothers can parent identically, and no two children, even from the same mother, can be parented identically. Chinuch, by its very nature, is one-on-one, and that makes it our primary responsibility. No school or yeshiva, as excellent as it may be, and as dedicated as its teachers are, can raise a child, since by definition they educate groups of children, not individuals. No one else can replace the role of a parent in a child's life because we are the only ones who can look at our child and see that child fully as a unique individual in every aspect of their life. That is our responsibility. We're the ones who ultimately need to dig down and figure out what makes each child tick, their unique personality and abilities, and help them express those in their development. 
Each one of our children is a world of their own. They each have so much beauty, so much potential. They were each created with special personalities and talents that will help them fill a niche in the world that no one else can fill. It's up to us to help them grow into themselves. Have a wonderful Shabbos.